Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Podcast. I'm Patrick Grafe. And I'm Alex McGlynn. And today we're going to talk about why we decided to join MPI, uh, which stands for Meeting Planners International. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, MPI is a professional network built around events. Uh, there's vendors, there's planners, there's people who just are interested in the world of events and not necessarily, aren't necessarily doing this profession. Um, but again, it's a whole host of people who are all uh, coming together with the uh, sole intention of helping the events industry to thrive and grow. Um, so there are chapters all over the country. Um, we have a local chapter here in the DC Baltimore area. Um, we joined MPI with the sole intention of building, uh, not the sole intention, but one of our main drivers was building relationships in the events industry. We here at Pixelated have a really good understanding uh, of the uh, events ecosystem in the, the DMV region. Um, so, you know, DC, Maryland, Virginia, a lot of our former uh, customers and partners uh, and even some of our former employees are in this area in the events industry. We have a lot of really good relationships. We wanted to expand that uh, further to other parts of the country and into Canada. And we saw MPI as a really easy way for us to accomplish that. So again, as I said, a bunch of area, every area has one to two to maybe even three chapters if it's big enough, like Los Angeles, um, where meeting planners are coming together, uh, usually in monthly meetings. Um, everything is obviously virtual right now, so we're trying to capitalize on that by reaching out to chapter presidents um, to get to be a part of their uh, their chapter meetings, either by sponsoring with Pixie Web uh, or our virtual photo booth. Check it out if you haven't. Uh, or uh, just uh, as a speaker or just to introduce ourselves so that we can have a better understanding of the events ecosystems that are dotted across the country. Uh, obviously, as I'm sure you can imagine, the events that happen in the mid-Atlantic are different than what happened in Southern California, which are different than what happened in uh, you know the Midwest or the Plain States. So every area has their own unique take on the events industry. They have their own unique take on the world of virtual events which, in which we find ourselves. And they have a different take on what this is going to look like on the other side. So we're reaching out and trying to build relationships and kind of meet people and add them to our networks so that we have a better understanding of where the world is going. Yeah. So, uh, you know, to, to follow up what Alex was saying, uh, clearly there is a, uh, a tremendous amount of change that is happening right now in the events world. Um, it will never look the way that it looked in February of 2020 again. Um, we're going to come out of COVID and the entire, um, the entire plane will be reshaped. And we want to make sure that we are, um, we were, are in compliance and we are up to date and we know what's going on. And uh, there's no better way to do that than making sure that you are connecting with, uh, with colleagues that are inside of your industry. So a huge part of MPI for us is making sure, um, as, as Alex mentioned it, uh, every region in the United States, every region in the world is dealing with a different inflection of this infection. Boom. And it's having a different impact on their local events. Uh, and learning from those is a great opportunity, but only if we're sharing, only if we're actually connecting with people. So um, for us, MPI represents a huge window into all of these varied information sources that will help us get as well-rounded uh, a set of information to kind of inform where we go as a business. Yeah, and so uh, as you can see, there's kind of building on one another. So relationships, gathering information through those, gathering and sharing information through those relationships, and hopefully creating a sense of community. Uh, so obviously the MPI community, um, each tiny community and some of the larger communities 
um, that exist in the, the regional networks um, are really great places to find resources, to bounce ideas off of people, to help, again, get a good understanding of what's working, what's not working for folks, and act as kind of a support network. Uh, obviously, we're all learning as we're going. We're all kind of, even the most organized of us are flying by the seat of our pants because no one's ever seen anything like this and no one's ever, uh, again, at least in the events industry, experienced anything uh, like this here in uh, North America. So. We're kind of learning as we're going, and uh, the only way to, to really make it through this is to have a community that you can lean on and to bounce ideas off of and to learn from, uh, and to network with and to work with. And if you uh, are part of MPI or ILEA or any of the other professional networks built around uh, meetings and event planners, I would highly encourage you to start reaching out to your fellow members. Um, we are inherently very anti-spam. We really take people's privacy seriously. Um, but all these professional make networks make it very clear that if you're reaching out from a partnership standpoint, uh, you are allowed to do that. We have been reaching out to MPI members individually all across the country to get their feedback on what they're seeing in the space um, and how they are navigating this. And in fact, we're actually working on a virtual event trends article. Uh, the entire idea is to help uh, educate other event professionals on what people are seeing in the marketplace and what trends are starting to take off and what consumers and attendees are reacting well to and what they're not reacting well to. Um, so that's something else we've been doing with our, with our MPI community is trying to reach out and have a good understanding of what that looks like all across the country and then put together uh, you know, an amalgamation of those ideas and that work um, to, to then distribute to other MPI members and event professionals all across the country. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're we're, we're crowdsourcing feedback. Um, so next on the list, uh, you know, speaking of feedback, is is product feedback. So uh, certainly we're not the only ones. You've heard us talk far too often about Pixie Web at this point, but um, you know we were we were an in real life events company, and when COVID hit, um, we needed to uh, we needed to be you know fleet of feet and and ready to pivot and and build something new, uh, which we did. Um, but the other thing that happens with building something new is figuring out what that something is and how it works and who likes it and for, for why, why do they like it. And that feedback is, uh, is critical to the early, uh, early process of developing a new product. And what we wanted to make sure of was that we didn't get a bunch of false information. So for us, when we were seeking to get uh, early feedback around the new Pixie Web product, we wanted to get that feedback from people that were inside of the events industry that were going to be using it on behalf of their clients. So um, it has been tremendously helpful for us to be able to say, um, what do you think of this? Like, we just built it, we think it's cool, we kind of planned it for this, this, and this, but chances are you're gonna see opportunities that we don't even have an idea about. You're probably gonna see some things that you hate that maybe we're missing, or maybe we just need an extra check or two of validation to say that that's wrong. Um, and this has been a great way to, to do that. Get the product out there, get feedback, uh, and then also start the conversation going. You know, If somebody gives you feedback once and you, uh, you take their feedback seriously and you apply it, that's it, definitely worth reaching back out to say, check it out, we listened, what do you think now? Yeah, absolutely, and for the most part, uh, members of MPI that we've reached out to have been really gracious uh, in giving us their feedback uh, and testing out the product uh, and giving us ideas for ways we could pitch it uh, or change it or position it. Uh, there have been a few exceptions, the, the curmudgeons out there, but for the most part, super friendly and super willing to help. Um, so obviously, product feedback kind of goes hand in hand with a, with a growing marketplace. 
when we're reaching out to people, we're not necessarily looking for sales, um, but they do happen. There are people that we've reached out to for product feedback who say, I love this, it's great. I actually have an event coming up where this could work. We kind of expected that might happen. Again, it, that wasn't necessarily our intention in reaching out. What we really wanted to just make sure we were producing a quality product for event professionals um, and that it was going to work the way they needed it to work for their individual needs. Um, but again, a happy accident or happy side effect of that is that we have found uh, a host of, of new partners in the industry that we are working with um, on their virtual events to add something cool and something interactive and something engaging that can create that kind of shared experience that people get from attending events in person. Uh, you've heard us talk about this in the past. It's really hard to do that with virtual events. Pixelated or Pixie Web is not the only way to do it, but it is one way to add a shared experience that's engaging um, and creates kind of fun memories afterwards uh, through the, the shared event galleries. And MPI has allowed us to find kind of a new marketplace for this product uh, in different parts of the country where we didn't necessarily have access before. Yeah, and also it's meeting planners international. So um, also like different parts of the world. Uh, and I think it's, it's fair to say that uh, with Pixie Web, we've never had a better opportunity to sell a product on a global scale. Yeah. Um, and this, and that's like challenge, like how do you do that, right? How do you go find someone in, uh, in Bogota uh, or in Cartagena, Colombia, um, both calls that we've had set up this week from this whole campaign, um, the, and incredibly enthusiastic and excited people who can't believe that we reached out to them to work with them. So uh, it's a big world out there and finding uh, a convenient way to get introductions and conversations started there is, um, is a huge value. Um, so last bullet point on our list for today, and um, this speaks to, um, to a lot of the education we give you. You know, we talk a lot about the events industry. We talk a lot about our products and what we're trying to do. We talk a lot about a post-COVID events industry world, but also we try and, and hit you guys with tactical ways to grow your business, no matter what kind of business it is. And one of those things is, is always talking about the health and wellness of how Google looks at you. Um, you know, your website is, is, is governed by a million different little pieces of salt and pepper that go into the algorithm that, that is the Google's search engine. Um, one of those things is, uh, is backlinks. Uh, backlinks are incredibly important and backlinks from the right place are even more important. So when you join uh, an organization like MPI or like NACE or like uh, ILSIS, ILEA, um, or, or any of these, these big kind of events based, right? Or if you're not in events, if you are a plumber, right? And there is a uh, international association of plumbing professionals, those kind of websites that have authority in the niche and the place that you sell, having your picture and a link back to your website on it is going to give you, not only is it gonna give people clicks, right, that are browsing, looking for vendors, but it shows the search engines that there's authority there, that in fact, you are an event professional and your business is in the events industry. And the reason that we, we can feel a little bit more assured that that's the case is this really authoritative events website is linking back to you. So that would be the, uh, that's like the, the SEO tip of, of the whole MPI strategy for us. Anything you want to add? If you're a member of ILEA or NACE or MPI and you haven't reached out to your fellow planners, uh, they're all struggling with the same things as you. And it's a really easy way to build your community and get feedback and not feel like you're quite so alone in the uh, wasteland that is the current events industry. Yeah.
Good one. Um, so that's it. That's the end of today's episode. Uh, before you go, if you could please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Your reviews help us tremendously in finding more listeners for our podcast. And your subscription makes sure that you get notified each day when we publish a new episode. So without further ado, I'm Patrick Reif. And I'm Alex McGlynn. See you guys tomorrow. Peace.